All right, ready? Yeah. Welcome to What's Here Now, Kid. Where we take the wise and often wild and wacky wisdom of children and apply it to our overly complicated adult lives. In this episode, we talk about what jazzes you up, what's your passion, and what are the values behind it. All right, so what's here now, kid, Mason? What's your favorite thing? I love lizards and all kinds of stuff. My favorite thing of all time is animals. Like, I would probably sacrifice myself for animals. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Here we are here at What's Here Now Kid in this episode. We are talking about animals and sacrifice. <laughs> yes, and uh, not necessarily together. Right. Right. They are um, they are subjects of the same theme, right. but not the theme. Right. If that made any sense. All right. Yes. Yeah, so uh, this young gentleman that I met uh, at a um, carnival and uh, car show a few weeks back was a very committed little man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and actually quite amazing. So So what the, drew you to him? What was what was so cool about him? Uh, he was just drawing himself to everybody. He was on ah, a route. Okay. And so I was sitting out in front of uh, the, you know some cars, some classic cars and he came strolling up and wanted to know all about the car and the cars and these other cars and what people were doing here and what was going on. And uh, I looked up at his parents and I said, can I record him for a podcast? And they're like, absolutely. Nice. And uh, they were just from these really young couples with two children. And um, and uh, just, you know, they were like the American an American version of family or something, you know, like what it used to be in the 60s, young kids hardworking yeah. live out in the country in town for the fair it okay. was um it was real it was uh, i don't know what norman rockwellish okay. they were a lovely family and uh, of course i had uh mason here going to town and i was just trying to break in and throw a few questions at him to find out what was uh you know what was usable yeah well what was learnable right and well, this and this is the one that's rocking us right now so we, we're going to share it i know well and what you guys need to know is that for about 12 minutes before we got on to record this we were hysterically laughing yeah, yeah. <laughs> about this kid and what he said and his energy around it because when he gets to the animals, it's, you know, it's not going to be good. I mean, yeah, it's just totally yeah. ramped up. Totally, yeah, we did not hit the double arrow key forward for that. <laughs> yeah. Right? We did not hit double fast forward 8x uh, the speed. That was him. Right. So live. I feel like the theme, in fact, you know, when we started, we had no idea where this was going to go, except perhaps down the realm of animal sacrifice or something, because <laughs> he said he would sacrifice himself for animals. But... I don't know that I feel like the theme that's emerging is energy for you is energy. For me, it was commitment. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's see if we can do a, a, a dichotomy here. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so what about energy was so, uh, you know, well, he has striking. no filter. So he's no. talking and something in him and what he was saying and thinking and being just ramped up. And it made me wonder, you know, like, how does that happen? What's the passion? What's the desire? What's the, cool thing that got him so excited it was animals yeah that kid loves animals yeah big time yeah and 
I just am so curious and driven to people's passions. And well, there's a story there there that I just I just recalled from my conversation with his dad. Okay. They have a um, they have a there's some animal here. I don't know if it's a cow or a pig or a rabbit. And it's destined for the dinner table at some point. Oh, you told me that. Didn't remember oh, this? Oh gosh. And oh, and, I don't know. <gasps> and uh, oh. he has he came right up to me and said, you know, Maisie will never see the dinner table. And I looked up at Dad, and Dad's like shrugging his shoulders, right? <gasps> and I'm like, whoopsie oh, Daisy. So then the animal thing came up. You know? Okay. Yeah. Which is why he said I would sacrifice myself for them. Now it's making much more sense. This is a vegan. This is a vegan in the making right, <laughs> right? here. All eight years. But well, wouldn't of you be if Macy was in the backyard and then suddenly? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, chopped yeah. up on your dinner table. Oh, the, so I'm the, trying to remember wow. which animal it was, but he was cl- he was clear that this animal was his. You know, what he was there to protect it. Oh my goodness. So that's where I got commitment out of this. I see. Now yeah. it's all making sense. God, my, I just feel like, I mean, my heart is just like this kid sees no difference between him and this animal. Cause he said, I'll sacrifice that's myself right. for him. Yeah. You know, why yeah. him? I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You know, and it, now it's almost like you've got the energy, but you've got the understanding and of all living beings. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, from from his oh, I see the I see this now the the energy of life and for him yeah. it was all the same energy. There's no hierarchy. There's no animals are worse than me and they should do this and that and the other. Therefore, they should be my food, you know. And I'm not arguing for veganism at the moment. I'm just looking because our point about the whole podcast with kids is that pure, unadulterated, unfiltered energy, passion, drive, whatever that exudes from them that hasn't gotten clouded by a lifetime of circumstances disappointment emotions whatever domestication interesting so then listening to you just you know take us through that little bit is that we spend as we add filters we build hierarchy mm-hmm. and some of it's survival right and we're, we're we're creating a hierarchy of what's important versus what's less important mm-hmm. in an effort to survive in this current society yeah yeah now we're getting into one of my favorite topics i had Uh no idea it would go here you know (laughs) (laughs) but it's this idea that um yeah so there's hierarchy there's and it's this clinging to i've used this term lately a lot the addiction to certainty Mm. so we're building this hierarchy the structure the scaffolding by which we can live which isn't fluid and adaptable in the moment Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like we build up like we call them ethics and morals and rules and regulations and laws of things that we just know where our boundaries are. Right. And it's the adult version of kids trying to find out what the boundaries are. You know, it's like I live by this. And I think a lot of people just want to know if I, and I'm one of them, I, I, if I just do these things, I'll be a good person. Or if I just do these things, life will work out for me. Yes. But that's all external facing. Well why, well, why external facing? Well, because I think those things are emerging and evolving in every moment from our hearts, from who we are, and mm-hmm. we're always changing every moment. Yeah, I, I, I would say external emulating, but it can be internal facing too. I mean, if you get into the conversation about ethics and ethical behavior, mm-hmm. how are you not reflecting on your own 
activity and action around what you deem ethical. Yeah. Well, it's a good point. I guess, you know, without going down the road too much into right, ethics right, and morals yeah. and all that good stuff, but Emory's is, right around the corner. I we, know. Can, we can run over to the <laughs> Center for Ethics and get right. a little tune up. It's more about how do we stay connected to ourselves at any given moment? Because I think sometimes we shut down our own connection to ourselves and we just want to have a static, you know, set of rules or regulations that we live by, sure. you know, and that's kind of what I mean. Like for him, he doesn't have any of that. He's free. He's just that he feels from inside. Nobody told him one yeah. thing or another that immediately is coming from him that like Macy's never making it to that table. He's questioning that. In fact, his dad told him, Hey, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. This... I wish I remember. Yeah. I, I wish I remember exactly which animal, but you get the picture. Totally. Right? Yeah. yeah. One of the three. But yeah. see, he's to him, he didn't take that as fact or rule or law or anything. He was like, no, 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 that's not happening. Yes. That's, that was clear in his mind. It's not happening that we're all on this planet together in a sacred trust. Right. And, um, you know, he was very matter of fact about it. There right. was no struggle there. Right. Yeah. So no resistance. Yeah, no resistance. Yeah. For sure. So for me, it all maps together. I don't know, or knits together. I don't know if it does for you, but it's this energy of passion that he was in alignment. He was just in alignment with himself because mm -hmm. he's just free and kids typically are, you know, a lot of times, which is part of the reason we use them for this. Right. And I guess in looking at how we, you know, internalize that for ourselves as adults, you know, we've already identified, we've got this sort of buffer and layers of life that convolute things for us. We don't feel as free, you know, we've got mm -hmm. more filters and sensors and things like that. So it's, you know, how do we get back to that? How do we get to that place of, you know, just pure unadulterated truth and joy without any, you know, limitations or do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do. And um, I have to throw in there, though, that I think we as human beings do need some guardrails. Sure. Right? Um, without ethical behavior and without, um, you know, whatever you want to call doing the right thing, then it's nuts. Right? And that doesn't mean it would be that you would run out there and just cause anarchy amongst the public. Well, but I think the common thing here, it's funny because, you know, what you're saying is like, we've got to create this stuff for people to follow or else they'll go off the rails. But the truth is, if you're truly committed to who you are and your purpose and your alignment, mm -hmm. I mean, this kid doesn't have the guardrails and he's looking out for the well-being of the animal in the backyard. It's true. And we're going to spend the next, you know, 17 or 18 years putting guardrails around him. Right. That's it. Uh, which then he'll spend the next 25 years trying to remove them. Right. <laughs> right. So it sounds like you're coming from the assumption that if we take the guardrails down, we're going to go running crazy and, you know, doing. Well, yeah. And, and running crazy, maybe just internally focused. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean like I was, uh, that's what I was trying to say is that, that uh, guardrails off doesn't mean I'm going to go uh, inflict pain on society. It mm -hmm. may just be in my own journey that I inflict some sort of pain or, Lack of, um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, lack of uh, consistency. But what if the truth were, if left to your own devices, you know, you made good choices and things that didn't go that route, you know? Right. What if it's the layers of life and Well, society? for me, yes. <laughs> for everybody else, no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Finish what you're saying, though. Yeah. Well, just that, you know, I don't know. I just look at him and, you know, I don't know the answer. I don't have the answers. But it's like I look at him and, like, you know, he didn't go learn that he needs to uh, value the life of that animal. Mm -hmm. He just knows that. Mm -hmm. You know, he just, to him, that is truth. 
and he's willing to argue against his dad. Who's his authority at this stage? Yes, true. I mean, and he even said, I'll, I'll sacrifice myself for them. Yeah. So to him, it's no different who goes. If somebody's going, it might as well be him. He doesn't see any difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there may be a career here as some sort of social justice warrior, too. Yeah. You know, who knows where he ends up. Or just a guy who really loves animals really and really understands animals, yeah. life force and life beings and that everything's valuable and all life is valuable. Yeah. yeah. You know? Living on a farm for him is going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, this is funny. I, I didn't uh, expect to do something around this one because, I, frankly, when we were re- listening to the recording, I'd forgotten about right. this tail end yeah. of this conversation. It was the yeah. front end that I was more interested in. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we were both reacting to it in so many ways. It's like, we have to do something here. Yeah. Uh, so it feels a little sort of ebb and flow. Uh, um, and I think that... What is the opportunity for us as adults to recognize that level of expression or that level of filterless living? I'm Mm -hmm. stuck. Yeah. Well, I can tell you what it is for me because I see it as sort of, um, I don't know, I just have this visual of like a flow of energy that kind of runs through your body, but it's all lined up and it's a river and it's flowing And there might be rocks, but it just kind of, you know, so it's an energy thing for me of like, because I'm thinking about him and the whole conversation, what I'm jazzed up about is his energy and his love for human beings. I think it's so beautiful that he just loves all beings, you know, that to him, I just love that, this sort of even, no hierarchy. And so for me, I look for, well, where, you know, where are my passions like that? What gets me excited? You know, what's the initial, so... Yeah, I don't know how that rolls up. I guess my takeaway is, you know, what are what are your passions? What gets you jazzed up? There you go. There you go. And I like that. I like that. Um, and I think about this uh, young person and everything we talked about was like that for him. And I don't and I'm yeah. not saying that kids don't all express it, but I've listened to a lot of recordings lately and kids have been flow with their excitement. This yeah. guy was on the mm-hmm. whole time. I mean, everything you talked about, yep. the place we were at, the things that, that were going on at that place. Right. And then to dig into this thing, which I, I didn't talk about animals. He just brought it up. Right. Right. And while you're here, I'm, you're going to listen to me about my animal, right. my animal life, my He's, animal theory. Here's my platform, my soapbox, yeah, yeah, and I'm going right? for it. Yeah. And, and uh, so, so deal with it, old man. So uh, what I love about what you're saying, because I've noticed this with my son so much lately, Sam, who's five, is... Everything for him, it's just, it's life. Everything for him, wherever you put him. If I go say brush his teeth, he's in there for 25 minutes looking at his face in the mirror, looking at the toothbrush, how much toothpaste, how does it roll out? I mean, everything that's in front of him is life and he's curious about it. Yeah, yeah. Everything. And I'll be like, go clean that up. Well, before I know it, he's like peeking behind, you know, what's this, what's that? He doesn't just do it to get to the next task. Right. He's really naturally super present with what's there because it's all about, that's life. So then here's where we're going with this. I'm jumping in here. Um, yes. What is it that you be curious about yourself? What jazzes right? you up? What jazzes you up? Yep. And then live with it. Re, re, no, not live with it. Reacquaint yourself with it. Be in life with it. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And we all have those things. And hopefully this conversation, if you're listening to it, has jogged your memory about that thing you are passionate about mm-hmm. that's not work related. Or it could right? be. 
Maybe, maybe, but let, sure, let, a lot of let's, people make... let's challenge them to get outside what they do every day. Maybe, yeah. Is what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So, so leave work. I mean, yeah, you can be passionate about work, but is work di- dictating life or is life dictating work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would challenge you to get out of the work life, get out of the uh, everyday journey in that sense. What is the thing that always lights you up? Yeah. You know? and, I, and for me, I say be where you are. Okay. This is the whole the saying of um, find joy in the ordinary. It's, yeah. You know, be where you are. I think as humans, it's sometimes, I know for myself, I'm always out there. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next, you know, where am I headed? Where am I headed? It's like, just be where you are. Experience yeah. life. Yeah. And find the joy in that. Okay. And maybe some combination thereof, you know. And whatever the thing is that you find that's passionate for yourself, what is it that's passionate about? Like, how does it, how does it connect to the values that you hold dear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would like to see them, see those uh, folks out there. This is what I'm going to say about you right now. I would like to see you, whatever it is that you're passionate about, connect back to the values that value or values that are important to you. Absolutely. I that, love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do that as a, as a consideration. Here. Yeah. And then uh, if they aren't connecting to your values, it's either that it's not really something of great passion, maybe, mm-hmm. and um, it's worth digging into what is that value that really is there that right. maybe you don't recognize or have never recognized before about yourself. Right. That's right. Oh, I like that. I like it too. Okay. That's a wrap. All right. Hey, Catherine, where do they find us? We are at whatsherenowkid.com. What's here now, kid.com. It gets better every time you say it. I know, doesn't it? It's just, it's just cool. And I'm Joe Shum. I'm a success coach with Soul Patch Hippo. Be big, be cool, be hippo. And I'm Catherine Sable. I am a coach as well, and I inspire entrepreneurs to do epic shit. Yeah. In our next episode, we talk about fun and scary and how they can sometimes go together. And we give you a three-step process in making your way through it. Joe's like, I'm out. That was exactly what was happening <laughs> yeah. right there. I don't need to know I anything else. Yeah. When, when, I, when, it, when he word said sacrifice, <laughs> I was like, is the car show over? <laughs> I am out of here. I just see like blood dripping down an altar. Like, okay, no, thank you. Freddy Krueger hand comes up, right? Schwing. <laughs> now I know why his parents are going, hey, you're more than happy to have him for a while. Like, ever. <laughs> Right? But you may want to put away your animals. Right. <laughs> I would sacrifice oh my God in heaven. Okay, so let's just have a quick <laughs> what are we So there's there's two possibilities. Are we there. starting or are we gonna just I don't know yet because I'm still trying to recover from the <laughs> night terrors I had after listening to this the first time. <laughs> oh my god. Oh suddenly I clutch my cat to my chest, <laughs> like where is this child? <laughs> Holy cow. There is just so, so yeah. much to unpack there.